0: This is TF Wire, Transformers Week in Review, Episode 12, recorded October 23rd,
1: 2005. Transformers!
0: TFWire.com
2: Hello, and welcome to TFWire. I'm your stand-in host, was 64 and joining me this week is D-Buster Prime, that's about it. How are you doing, D-Buster?
0: Uh, pretty good. Uh, a little short staff today, but, uh, we're gonna keep on trucking and do the very best that we can.
2: Yep. Just an explanation to everyone out there, it seems that, uh, Jesse is out of commission due to, uh, Having a broken headset, and we can't quite seem to contact Power to the TV Pro when we're guessing it has something to do with the hurricane, but we're not sure. We hope he's doing okay out there. He's showing up online when I've seen him, so apparently his internet connection hasn't been completely blown out of the water, but... And well. So, uh, should we just get straight into the topics? Let's do it. So, all right. Topic one: Legends of Cybertron Ramjet is for sale in the Transformers Club Store. The figure is a repaint of Legends of Cybertron Starscream. It was handed out 100% free at BotCon, and now it costs 10 bucks for club members. And once you add in shipping, 17 bucks. What do you think?
0: Um, well, I got a Skywarp on eBay for I think it was somewhere around like 12 dollars shipped, and yeah. so I mean. It's not too much of a jump uh, over that to, to get at the official channels, so uh, it's it's not that terrible of a and it is a really good mold. It's, it's a fun toy. Um, considering that it's an exclusive, it's not the worst price in the
2: world. It's not the worst price in the world, but 7 bucks for shipping is kind of obscene, and I know some discussions have been going on. They found out that yeah, it actually does cost them seven bucks to ship it because instead of actually buying boxes that were reasonably sized for what they'd be sending out, they decided to get the big seven-dollar airmail boxes instead. Well, it's <laughs> so they've
0: got things in order or now. They have a professional company running.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Anyway, past that, ten bucks seems like a fair price. Seventeen bucks shipped. Seems a bit expensive for a repaint of a five dollar toy.
0: Yeah, have you been tracking eBay at all to see uh, how much these things can go for on there?
2: No, I haven't. I don't track eBay for anything though.
0: Yeah, I haven't had a chance to track that too. So if any of you guys, uh, I
2: don't
0: know, hesitate about the price, that might be a good place to check. Might be able to find it for a couple bucks less.
2: Maybe. All right, next topic. Sure. All right, G One Broadcast also known to all you Gaijin out there as Blaster, Gaijin being the Japanese word for foreigners, I'm a dork, is getting a re-release in Japan as TFC number 21. It'll come with a steel jaw, jaw cassette toy and is scheduled to be released February 2006. What do you think?
0: I am super, super, super excited about this. Yeah. Uh, so far, the only Japanese uh, book releases that I've gotten are Receptor, Soundwave, and Megatron. And those are all the Microman guys, so <laughs> having Blaster as another one kind of round out my mini-collections, and I have the money to get them all, it's just great, and I love the set bots, so Steeljaw will be a nice little playmate for my laser beam.
2: Yeah, cool. And Blaster just never kind of connected with me, so I'm not particularly enthralled with picking up the toy. But eh, it's cool that they're going to keep the ones going. So yeah, it should be pretty cool. And uh, moving on to number three. Transformers movie writers talking about the movie in an interview at IESB.net. Roberto Orkey and Alex Kutzman conducted a inter- video interview at the website. To summarize, they said Megatron will probably be a tank. The movie will be a mixture of G1 and new stuff. And sorry about the ringing, that was my phone ringing, apparently, and, uh, the movie will be a mixture of G1 characters and possibly some new ones, and, crap. Just give me a sec, okay? I'll be right back. Does uh. anybody have any
0: traveling music to play while this is going on? Yeah, let's keep it all. All
2: Alright, where were we? Okay, TF Movie writers talked about the movie. To summarize, they said Megatron will more than likely be a tank. The movie will probably be G1 and new stuff, including some new characters. The writers are still writing the characters with the original voice actors, or at least the original voices in mind, but the decision on casting is still up to Michael Bay, and Cybertron may or may not appear in the movie. To me, this is almost entirely non-news, but... What do you think?
0: Yeah, I don't really know what to say there. I mean, there's nothing surprising. They would like their voices to be there, but yeah, they have like goal of it. Megatron surprise is not gonna be a hand game. <laughs> like that was ever really gonna be an issue anyway. but it seems like they have a fire storm producing something really good that's gonna be piece to the fans, so that's that's something nice to hear about. Yep.
2: Okay, uh yeah, at least it is further information on the movie, that's a good point Jesse who just messaged us with that seems like that would actually, yeah that is a decent sign at least we know it's still in production but as far as everything else, because we already knew that stuff, or at least we'd already kinda determined that was the best way to handle it, and apparently they did too alright, uh, next story? let's do it Alright, Drax will jump with his Beast Machines images. Story comes from courtesy of Pirated TV Pro. Pictures can be seen at com. Pictures are of artwork they did for Hasbro back during the Beast Era. Is this the stuff that
0: just looked like random Gundam kits, or is there something
2: else that is it? No, the random Gundam kits, I think we covered the random Gundam kits last week. Or did we? Anyway, I think it was actually on the website, and it was some slightly more professional looking stuff.
0: Oh, so what were the images from
2: this week? Maybe I haven't thought these yet. Eh, maybe haven't. From what I saw, they were just kind of random stuff, concept drawings for like a... God, I don't even remember what. I think maybe some VEHICONs or something. Maybe an Armada thing or two. It was kind of cool to see the production drawing, but unlike the transect stuff, we've been seeing nothing revolutionary. Oh, except for one kind of r- cool drawing of Optimus Prime who seemed to have similar minicon gimmicks to what we ended up having in Armada Megatron.
0: Oh, yeah, I do remember that Optimus Prime drawing. He had uh, drones that kind of came out of his body instead of uh, coming from a completely separate trailer, is that right?
2: You're thinking of the concept drawing that was like the uh, scraplets coming off of him, or this one was very obviously inspired by, uh, was very obviously inspiration for the Unicron one because it had like the, uh, had like a pocket in his sleeve that had a car being launched out of it
0: yeah exactly that's the one that I'm
2: getting alright cool yeah
0: yeah that was kind of a, a neat looking image uh, I don't know how that would work out as a toy um,
2: it would have been really big that's for sure yeah
0: uh, I don't know however it turned out I don't think it could have been any more lame than that auto transforming trailer
2: <laughs> yeah, it could have been I mean, more lame
0: it was kind of neat to look at but it just it's
2: pretty I can think of one thing lamer than an auto transforming trailer a non-transforming trailer.
0: Have you had any non-transforming trailers?
2: Uh, only for the masterpiece line.
0: Oh yeah, I see the the Japanese. I just got the picture of the inside of the
2: trailer. All right, moving on. Toys R Us two-pack Star Screen and Vector Prime is in stock at Amazon.com. The set costs thirty-four ninety-nine, but you knew that already, didn't you? Tell us why. Or else. Because
0: I was uh, fortunate enough to pick up one of these sets uh, in stores last Sunday, but it was uh, just before the show, so that's why I didn't have an opportunity to do a uh, review at that time. Hmm. But uh, I've got smaller uh, Star Screen in front of me right now, and I can give you some quick impressions. Um, All right. What do you think? Basically, if you've got either the, the LOC versions, or the Supreme Stars, um, it looks pretty much the same as a jet, it's pretty much the same as a robot, Um has pretty much the same articulation, the same gimmicks. <laughs> um, the only real difference is that um, for the gimmicks, instead of uh, one blade and one sword, I mean, uh, one blade and one gun, he has uh, two swords, uh, one coming out on each side, and then he has a separate missile launcher that's uh, underneath his uh, vehicle mode, and then in robot mode, it's uh, you can hold it as a handgun, which I think is a lot nicer than uh, than the launcher coming out as a horse thing. You can just have it operate. Yep.
2: Um, that says something when you have a $50 toy and you can scale it down to a $20 toy and it's better. And then you can scale yeah. that down to a $5 toy and it doesn't lose too much in the conversion.
0: Yeah, I, the only thing that's really lost the conversion is that the uh, turrets that are on the sides of this cockpit don't rotate forward in, in robot mode, hmm. which would have been pretty neat. Um, but since he has his own handheld launcher, it's I mean, not a complete loss. It's not a big deal. Yeah. If they didn't show it that way in, in the show, probably no one would even notice that it was lacking. Um the only thing that does really bug me about the story, which I, I was really hoping for, is that the Galaxy Force version, a lot of people reported that, um, on the underside side, there was a compartment that opened up and it looked like there were spots for button cell batteries. So it looked like there was some kind of electronic in it that Takara just abandoned. And there was still hope that in the American movies that they would put that back in. Um, no dice? Sadly, still no electronics here.
2: Eh, I've never liked electronics too much anyway, I mean... When's the last time Electronics uh, turned out too well on a toy that it actually felt like you lost something with it?
0: There there are a lot of people who don't like Electronics, but, I mean, considering that it's something that is a factor in the cost of the toy, if it's not there, then you kind of want something else instead. And as a mega-sized figure, he's already pretty small. Um, He doesn't have any extra stuff going on to make up for the, the lack of Electronics that most of the other megas have. Um. Hmm. So, if it were anybody else, I would give him a serious downgrade for that. But, I mean, he's Starscream, and he just looks so cool in both modes. I mean, he he's kicks enough probably one of the coolest looking figures in the whole line. So, I mean, for that, he gets a pass, and I'd recommend him to anybody.
2: Cool. I'd love to pick one up. I mean, I even think the thrust color scheme looks kind of cooler than the uh, one that they used in the Japanese Mega-sized version. Or, I'm sorry, Voyager-sized version. But, yeah,
0: a lot of people aren't happy that he wasn't colored like um, Starscream in the cartoon, but. It
2: looks pretty damn cool anyway.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much how I thought of it. The only thing about color schemes that really bothered me was that Fun fine, and that he looks exactly the same as the one he got by himself. So if one of the people like me couldn't wait got the single pack one. now you're kind of stuck with two of them that look
2: exactly the same with they're still added
0: value. You yeah. dual arm, uh,
2: or if you're one of the people like me who uh, decided to splurge on the Japanese version when they saw the American version was going to have the crappy paint scheme, you can pick it up and uh, have an extra sword, extra mini con, and use the rest for spare parts or target practice. Yeah.
0: If you're a kit basher, you get some extra parts to mess around
2: with. That's awesome. Yep. Although, personally, I want to get the Mega Starscream mold, but I don't want to get an extra Vector Prime to do it for. I mean, to do for it. But, it's more expensive for me to import the Japanese version than it is to just buy the one-off Amazon. God, that sucks. Yeah. Japanese Starscream is really a high value. 40 bucks. You're paying almost as much as the uh, huge-ass version for that.
0: Yeah, but at least it doesn't fall apart.
2: True. Alright, so uh, anything else we want to cover? You want me to hit the one reader thing that I think we should cover?
0: Let's do it. We um, got um, that's a... pretty much a to comment on yeah. Slash.
2: Alright, cool. We got a message from Robert Chambers in e- through the uh, tfwire.gmail.com email account. We got a lot of messages from other people, but we figure, since you're sending in questions for us to ask each other and try to answer and debate and stuff, you might want to wait until we actually have more than two people sitting here. Anyway, what Robert Chambers sent was a correction for last week. Afterburner was not an exclusive G2 mold. He, along with Teradive, Windraiser, and Eagle Eye, were released in the UK prior to G2 as the Sky Scorchers. Thanks for the correction, Robert. Uh, We always appreciate being corrected on our own show. Just kidding. Uh, we actually don't mind being corrected that much, but, uh, yeah. Does, Always does Europe count? No. No, <laughs> Europe does not count.
0: Yeah, no, we're, we're just kidding. <laughs> um, we here at, at CFWire, we are, uh, are like the United Nations. We, we love all people And trade food
2: for oil. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, no, but we, we really do strive yeah. to, to put out accurate information out there, so if anybody wants to correct us, I mean, we'll be sure to, to put that out there on you, because so we want the to be yeah. exactly as
2: well. We don't want to put misinformation out there, so if you notice something we did wrong and want to correct us on it, feel free to.
1: And
0: especially if you're from New because we are going to miss a lot of that stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I believe Jesse just me- asked us to mention the... Uh, Yeah, we try to put out accurate info, Jesse. We don't actually get it right 100% of the time. Or probably, accurately speaking, 50% of the time. Or any of the time. However, that would be a paradox, considering that if we didn't put out accurate information any of the time, if we put this recording out, that would mean that, in and of itself, it is not accurate information, which would mean that the world would blow up because the the inaccurate information isn't... (laughs) and my brain just exploded I'm sorry let's try that again with something different Uh, if I remember correctly Jesse told us that he wanted us to uh, mention the bio section of the website where uh, due to some uh, people asking for it on the com email account they specifically requested that we uh, put up a little information about ourselves I know uh, Jesse's already done that I know I definitely haven't done that yet and I probably ought to Uh, DBP you done that yet?
0: Yeah, and uh, some additional ones here that's not in the bio. Um, my favorite color is blue. I like
2: long walks
0: in the park. Like my favorite flowers are so tulips.
2: Good to know. Alright, Jesse is chastising me for not having my bio up yet, and on that note, I think we uh, have enough to uh, finish up another episode of TF Wire. Not in as far as length of the episode goes, or content within the episode goes, but as in, we don't have anything left to cover. So, uh, speaking for uh, all the people who aren't here, because uh, I feel like being an arrogant bastard, this is IWO64, Matrix Prime, and Pirated TV Pro signing off.
0: And this is Deepus Us The Pride. And... Signing off.
2: Excellent, sound, man. See you in seven, guys.